You're listening to the Dr. Beth's podcast. Stay tuned for Newsflash. After the announcement of an attempted coup d'etat against Ibrahim Traoré, there has been another foiled coup attempt against Captain Ibrahim Traoré of Burkina Faso. Even though the details provided are limited and the circumstances surrounding the alleged incident remain unclear, our team has managed to dig into this incident and now we will unfold it all here. Another attempted coup has been prevented in Burkina Faso in which an assassination attempt on Burkinabe leader Ibrahim Traore was thwarted. The says Cactus Media outlet, APA reports, citing TASS. According to the media source, the uncle of the former interim Burkinabe president, Lieutenant Colonel Paul Henry Sandaogo Damiba, who himself had led a coup in 2022, was behind the assassination attempt. The plotters planned to stage an explosion inside the presidential residence, Cactus said. After reading this information, I went ahead and did some research and found the list of those who wanted to assassinate Ibrahim Traor. 1. Hamidou Kabore, uncle of Damiba, businessman responsible for mobilizing and financing the destabilization project. De Henry Milogo, Chief Sergeant, close security of President Damiba, who is hiding in Togo. And by the way, Damiba is deeply involved in this matter because we learned that he exfiltrated his whole family from Burkina Faso this past Thursday, January 11th, with Togolese passports. 3. Gregoire Zigani, Chief Adjutant in charge of Damiba's mission to the witch doctors. 4. Burema Sidibe, Adjutant henchman and clandestine agent of Damiba, actively wanted. You see, former President Damiba, who is still in Togo. This is not the first time Damiba's name is mentioned in an attempt. Right after his sacked from power, some of his men came back to try to overthrow Captain. They were arrested. And now there is this audio which was shared on X. Listen. <laughs> The man who is speaking is the uncle of President Damiba, Mr. Hamidou Kabor, per a very reliable source. The source says that they have 398 audio recordings of their plans that they started since this past Thursday. Mr. Hamidou Kabora is saying that they have located four houses where Captain usually sleeps, but the house where he spent most of his nights is the one in Bonneville. So, this traitor is saying that once the head of the snake is cut off, the rest will be over. So, these criminals, enemies from within, were planning to bomb Captain's residence right in Midtown, while the people are busy watching African Cup of Nations. Luckily, they have all been arrested. Please this time, Captain Ibrahim Traor, no mercy. Captain Ibrahim Traore is praised in the report as an exemplary leader, described as a warrior rather than an accountant, religious figure, or professional politician. This characterization emphasizes his proactive and assertive leadership style, 
aligning him with the qualities traditionally associated with military leaders. For so long, the U.S. is now recognizing the regime of Captain Ibrahim Traoré. The United States offered 35 pickup vehicles and 60 motorcycles to the National Police and the National Gendarmerie of Burkina Faso. This donation aims to strengthen the capacities of these military forces in the fight against terrorism. So my question here is, why are they donating these? What is their intention? What do they want? Burkina didn't even ask them to donate. Are they not the same people putting sanctions on Burkina Faso? Let me say that Captain Traora must pay attention to backdoor colonialism that comes in the form A. You see, few weeks ago, in spite of terrorism in the Sahel, the IFM projected that Niger and Burkina Faso will see a real GDP growth of 11.1% and 6.4%, ranking fourth and ninth in the world respectively this year. But I wondered why Mali was not on the list, or why did they leave out Mali? I know Western powers still hold grudges against the brave warrior Goita Asimi for breaking the neck of French imperialism and showing this two countries the way forward, and I don't want to speculate. But one thing is sure. There's no way Niger and Burkina Faso are going to register these massive growths without Mali. You saw what happened. They just formed a new alliance. Soon they're going to start even using their one currency. So, despite the terrorism challenges in the Sahel, these three countries are not going to be bought by AIDS. You see, someone asked me a question yesterday about what the terrorists actually want, and I promise that I will post what Captain Ibrahim Traore has to say about the issue. People believed that they will start to attack our defense and security forces. All right, they attacked police stations, gendarmeries, no problem. When they finished that, they said they don't want to see any teaching here. So they started sacking teachers. After they sacked all government workers, what did they come back to do? They sacked the villagers. Many villagers have experienced these situations because they are devils. They have no understanding with anyone. There's nothing. There is no possible agreement with them. Today, they fight, and you don't know why. Did they claim something? Did they state what they want? At the beginning, some people lied that it was about religion. That is not true. Experience has shown that they burn down mosques. They kill imams. It's in the name of what down mosques. They kill imams. It's in the name of what religion then? They spare no church, no mosque. We kill them. We go to their bases. 
We see what they have. It's drugs. They take drugs and they come to kill. It's in the name of what? Because they are just manipulated. They are manipulated individuals who don't even know what they are doing. They are manipulated by people who are well hidden somewhere, who live very comfortably, and they, the wretched, are obliged to live in the bush. Even if they knew how to take advantage of your frustrations at a given moment, you have to be reasonable because you will not be able to overcome this people, us. It's not possible. As many as they are, let them increase their numbers as they want. This is what I was saying. If they want, let them raise one million armed men. We will raise 10 million armed men in Burkina and we will deal with them. Then the crowd went wild when they heard that. The youth love their captain. Remember, I told you that under the previous corrupt government, when they called for volunteers for the defense of the motherland, VDP, people were not enthusiastic about it. But when captain came and asked for 50k VDPs, over 90k people showed up. It tells you that when people find a true leader, they will gladly answer the call of the nation. President of the Malian transition colonel Asimi Goita made shocking revelations about France and NATO few days ago. In his speech, which lasted more than an hour, Asimi Goita took stock of the actions carried out behind the scenes by the transition authorities since June 9, 2021, to safeguard the future of Mali and counter the threats weighing on the country. President Goita discussed the circumstances surrounding the departure of foreign forces from Mali, including Bakan, Takuba, the G5 Sahel, and more recently, Minusma. It highlighted the determination of the transitional authorities to protect the future of the nation in the face of pressure from certain countries seeking to compromise the destiny of Mali. A major revelation marked the head of state's speech when he declared that he had rejected a proposal for NATO deployment in Mali. On June 9th, 2021, the French ambassador to Mali brought a document in which it was said that NATO should deploy troops in Mali to add to the mission of Takuba, Barkhan, Minusma, and the G5 Sahel. I said no. I understood that they wanted to make our country either an entry point for all abuses or they wanted to take the path of balkanization, division of our country. As a reminder, the first French soldiers were deployed to Mali in 2013 as part of the anti-terrorist operation Serval, which became Barkhane the following year. But the last detachment of the Barkhane force present on Malian soil left the country on August 15, 2023, against a backdrop of anti-French sentiment. You see, 
This is why, with the progressive collapse of the French colonial empire in Africa, the United States is intensifying measures to strengthen its military presence on the continent and is negotiating the creation of a number of military bases in West Africa. As the US frantically seeks new military partnerships and bases across West Africa, Niger's Ministry of Defense has just said it would intensify joint efforts to stabilize the region with the Russian Ministry of Defense. The Russian Ministry of Defense has swiftly confirmed the agreements reached. In parallel, at the beginning of December, the UN made official its complete withdrawal from Mali after handing over the Mopti base to the Malian authorities. On November 14th, after violent fighting against the Tuareg rebels, the Malian army triumphantly entered the city of Kidal, a separatist fiefdom that authorities had not controlled for more than a decade. However, the Malian soldiers were not alone. Some 600 Wagner mercenaries were part of the enormous convoy that left Gao for the mission. In several videos shared on social media, the mercenaries could be seen aboard armored vehicles circulating through the city after it fell to the army. Taking into account the deployment of the Africa Corps and the Wagner PMC in the region, it is now very clear that in no time, we shall begin to see interesting footage of actual Russian boots and camouflage on ground in Niger, not as a technical or advisory team, but as an entrenched liberation army, much like America's AFRICOM on the continent. To help you understand this better, it is a no-brainer that Russia is expanding its influence and military presence in the Sahel at an unprecedented pace. Now, after consolidating itself in Mali, where Wagner Group mercenaries were decisive in the National Army's reconquest of Kidal against the Tuareg rebels last November. Moscow began laying the foundations for its deployment in Burkina Faso and negotiating with Niger to become a key military ally. To this end, the Russian government created a new military structure called Africa Corps, which works under the Defense Ministry. In this way, it intends to replace the Wagner Group and move away from a decentralized private company to one that is more directly controlled by the state. What this means is Russia's Africa Corps that's here to replace Wagner PMC will no longer have the level of independence that Wagner had, which tempted its leader, Prigozhin, to challenge the authorities in Moscow, and eventually, allegedly led to his untimely demise. This time, Russia's Ministry of Defense will be in control. So, you have a clear rival to America's Africa Command of the U.S. Army, a.k.a. AFRICOM. AFRICOM's mission from the get-go was to be present in every single country on the continent of Africa. This Africa Corps will end that dream, as all the French-speaking African countries who have since switched loyalty from France to Russia, Mali. Burkina Faso, Niger, etc., are now actively in partnership with Russia's Africa Corps, understandably, with Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Iran, UAE, and Ethiopia officially joining BRICS earlier on in the year. You can actually confidently replace Russia with BRICS when talking about the inspiration behind setting up Africa Corps. This is topic for another day. Things that have never happened before are happening now. Powers that have never been challenged for as long as you've been alive 
are now being challenged aggressively and may actually be dethroned in no time. Remind me again why we're maniacally descending into a global war. Well, there you have it. Our world was structured to be ruled by one king. January's edition of Newsflash on the Dr. Beth Sportcast. In all that you do, let love guide you. Not fear, because fear is the greatest vampire of energy. Onjarama, halawal gongol kedi. Jerry Jeff, babay